Hi there, I'm Paul Mitchell, leadership coach, author, and founder of The Human Enterprise. Over 40 years, I've worked with all sorts of leaders. I've worked with some very good ones, and I've worked with some great ones. And the great ones tend to have certain things in common. There's many, many things, but today, I'd like to talk about five of those things, and as I go through them, I'd like you to be reflecting on, is this me or not me? So, the first thing they get is that organizations don't perform people behave and as a result of people's behavior you get a thing called organizational performance so if you're in charge of changing organizational performance it's a very simple equation you have to change people's behavior so the number one thing that the great leaders recognize is that for things to change first i must change if i'm going to ask other people to change their behavior it's got to start with me so they're they're zealots they're passionate about developing their awareness developing their skills getting better it might be going to to workshops or reading books or joining uh, organizations such as the executive connection or ceo forum but they're they're just absolutely passionate about getting better and they realize that's got to start with them the second thing is they're very comfortable with the vision and the valleys. What do I mean by that? Yes, they'll have inspiring shared visions. They'll talk about possibilities. They'll talk about the future. But they'll also be very comfortable getting down and dirty. I remember Tom Peters, who I think is still around, a, a leadership or management consultant who used to talk about uh, not just MBA, uh, Master of Business Administration, but MBWA, Management by Wandering Around. And that's what I see the great leaders do. Yep, they'll have the shared vision, but they'll get down and they'll get dirty. They'll be as comfortable in the boardroom as they are in the staff lunchroom. I think Kipling summed it up beautifully when he said, and walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. So yes, by all means, look at the vision, but get down and get dirty. The third trait I see is they don't just develop followers, they develop other leaders. They develop or have what I call a legacy of leadership. That is the greatest thing they leave behind when they go to another role or they leave that business. They realize that the, the, the real asset is in the leaders that are in that business, not just the products or the, or the services as such. The fourth thing that I see great leaders do is they develop, they foster an environment of execution excellence. They gather around people that want to deliver. If not, you've got what I call have to energy. Have to energy is when I'm going to hold you accountable and people feel they have to do it. It's like a, it's a compliance as such. Whereas with execution excellence, you have what I would call want to energy. I'm committed to doing this. I don't want to let other people down. And so you get this real environment of execution excellence. In the old days, it used to be IQ, get people who are really smart. And then it became EQ, get people who've got great emotional skills, people skills. I believe that the great leaders, and I see the great leaders focusing on XQ. What do I mean by that? It stands for execution quotient. So if you've got 10 things to do by a certain time to a certain budget, and you only do six, then six out of 10, your execution quotient is 60%. But if you get someone maybe not that smart, maybe reasonable people skills, but 10 things, and all those 10 are done on time, to budget, to standard, guess what? They've got a massive execution quotient. So what I see again, 
great leaders doing is constantly looking for people with really, really huge execution quotient. The final one I want to talk about today, and as I said, there's many, many traits, is that great leaders milk the magic. And they do this in two ways. One, they sweat the assets and they really appreciate the talent. What's sweating the assets? An old accounting firm. If you've got a particular a brand that's really good, they maximize the value of that brand. If you've got a service that's fantastic, they maximize the value of that, of that particular service. Good example is years ago, high schools were empty during the evening. And then the education department, particularly New South Wales, said, hold it, we've got an asset here which is just lying idle. So they started night schools. They got income coming in to what would otherwise just be an asset sitting there. Great leaders sweat the asset. And then they see people not as an asset, but they see people as the real thing that make a difference in the business. So they appreciate talent. They know what talent's all about. They recognize talent. People feel acknowledged. People feel honored just being around them. So there we have it. Five different things that great leaders do. How do you shape up? Which one of those is one that you do well? Which one of those is one that maybe you need to have a look at and a bit of a think about and probably just take to the next level? I'm Paul Mitchell, find the passion, develop the skills, make the numbers and make a difference. Hey, thanks for watching this video on the power of small tweaks or small leadership tweaks. We'd love your feedback, so keep it coming via email and social media. And if you believe in the power of small tweaks, I guarantee you also believe in the power of learning. So please, if you want to continue your learning, grab a copy of my latest book, your Leadership Diamond, How to Transform the Way You Live Your Life, Lead Your People and Leave a Legacy. Right now, at the time of releasing this video, we've got some great bonuses available for you. Simply go to yourleadershipdiamond.com and you'll see all the details there. Keep polishing. <laughs>